Hello, and welcome back to the Electric Punch Podcast. I am your host, Logan Grigsby, and we're going to have an absolutely stellar show for you tonight, and quite possibly a giveaway. Stay tuned. And with that, I'd like to welcome our very special guest, Alfredo. Yes, like the sauce, Martinez, and Miss Carly Stubbs. You may know them better as the creative minds behind Impact, the Impact Entertainment Company, known for some absolutely killer shows at Aura and the Levy, and now doing support for the recently announced Breakaway Festival. This dynamic duo has been tearing up the Kansas City community for some time now. So let's get down to business and start asking some questions our audience is dying to know. Um, If you were in the zombie apocalypse and you could choose any fictional character, who would you choose to Uh, be on by your side? (laughs) uh, Deadpool. Definitely Deadpool. Deadpool? Good one. Because at least people make me laugh while I'm dying, so... See, I said Jesus because he can either cure people or I'll know, I'll know that he, he, he can't. Um, <laughs> but uh, seriously, why don't you tell me a bit, a bit about your background? What are some of the first concerts you went to, went to and what are some that like stuck out in your mind? So, I mean, I started listening to electronic music when I was like 18 years old. Uh, I went to a Ferry Corsten show that I won tickets for in a radio show. And that was the first time, and after okay. that, I just like fell in love. That with was it. that's that was got that's what got you sucked in, sucked in. That's what I hear from a lot of people is they get sucked in. Carly, yeah. how how about yourself? Uh, on the opposite end, I paid for scout tickets to <laughs> Skrillex. Oh man! I didn't know Skrillex or who he was at the time. Someone was just like, "Hey, let's go!" And tickets were already sold out. But it ended up being worth it because he played his own after party. Um, at the Granada, so if you went to the Liberty Hall show, you got to sprint down oh, to the opposite man. end of Mass Street, <laughs> and then you went and partied in the Granada. That sounds like a fantastic time. So I'm guessing that kind of sticks out in your mind is sticks out in your mind is one of the most important shows as well. Yeah, it was my first EDM show. I enjoyed music and had gone to concerts before that. Um, growing up but that was definitely the first edm show okay could you give me a quick rundown on the history of impact and how you guys got uh started so it was uh, actually me and two of my other friends that started the company uh it was like about uh three years ago um one of my friends uh he got a bunch of money from an insurance because he had in an accident mm-hmm. and we just decided to start the company mm-hmm. uh and um so did you have any previous experience doing anything like that yes i was uh, working with borda back then okay um and i had like thrown a couple of shows already by myself mm-hmm. so i just decide I, go out on your own yeah exactly okay um so what were you guys like in high school were you wallflowers were you kind of social with everybody i would say i was social with everybody um i was kind of busy trying to do it all. I was in band, I did sports. Um, I was just constantly staying busy. Yeah, Uh, I was a swimmer. I was uh, basically just an athlete and um, what do you guys call it? A nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What are some of the shows that you're most proud to say that you've had a hand in? Uh, I mean, Roscoe at Aura, that was amazing. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, like, a dream come true, something I felt like I was never going to be able to do. And Matzo, just because I'm the biggest fan, it was just something I've been wanting to do for, like, for a while. Absolutely. How about you, Carly? Um, Same thing? So yeah. I'm relatively new at mm-hmm. like booking and 
throwing shows with Alfredo, but I'm really proud of the Sunken Frequencies and Serious Jorge bookings and probably Raz recently. Okay. That was really good, too. Have you guys ever been starstruck? Yes. All of the time. All of the time. Yes. Matzo, I literally picked him up at the airport and I told him. I was like, if it was anyone else, I would have seen someone. But I had to meet him. <laughs> so do you get nervous before putting a show? And how do you deal with pre-show jitters? Not really anymore. I get anxious mm-hmm. more than anything. Just because I don't know if he's going to do well or not. <laughs> but I mean, uh, I don't know. I... I yeah, I haven't really got nervous lately. The only one for me was the Me and You show, but that was because we were pretty much in the middle of a crisis. The riot room was closed. I don't know if that was before the incident with the wall. Yes, yes but it was. We had just been informed that we couldn't use the riot room, and so we were scrambling, and that was the first time with the levy, and that was one of the first shows that I really put effort into, and so I was like, oh, no, I hope this isn't a sign, but... You just got to keep carrying on. What strengths do you have that you that think that make you good for what you do? Uh, I'm very social. Uh, I talk to a lot of people, and I care a lot about everyone else. So I mm-hmm. think that like that makes me relatable with them. Absolutely. So. Um, resiliency and like if there's a will, there's a way. So I like to make things happen. Mm-hmm. How has your feelings of confidence changed since starting and joining the company to today? Kind of comes in waves for me since mm-hmm. I'm still new. Um, I'm going to start booking a few artists that I've been watching for a while. And then there's some that, you know, I'm not really familiar with, but I think that the Kansas City community would really enjoy. Okay. So. Oh, for me? Uh, I mean... It definitely has changed because I definitely know more about mm-hmm. like who to book and how much to pay for them and like what Kansas City likes. So, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so what is the average day of a show like for you guys? Well, I mean, I wake up, I make sure that the artist gets picked up. Then uh, I go to the venue, set up everything, make sure that everything is in, in order, that the writer is there. Um, and then, I mean... Then just goes. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any special rituals or anything like that before a show? Not really. I mean, yeah, no, I don't think so. No, no. it really depends. The, I'm know. almost too busy for rituals at some points because yeah. and everything changes. So absolutely. What are some just random memories that you have from all these experiences? Oh, I mean, anything that sticks out could be good, could be bad. Just well, I mean, like. Uh, Meeting Vincent and he, uh, like developing a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, like just like becoming friends with artists that like I looked up for too. So. Absolutely. That... Um, I don't necessarily have a lot of memories with like booking and throwing shows, but being a part of festivals and doing like random odds and end jobs. Um, there's just funny things that just happen at festivals and just having those happy memories is nice. How would you rate your work, life, social balance? Oof, that's hard because uh, it's pretty hard to have like, you know, with what we do, like to be able to be social in other aspects. Like if I, I don't really want to like go out sometimes to where I work basically. Mm-hmm. So that makes it kind of hard. Absolutely. 
Um, I've had a big life switch recently, so I don't have another job outside of Impact right mm. now. Um, so I'm taking it kind of day by day. Um, usually it was just work and then doing shows, and that was kind of my social time as well. But now I've got more social. and yeah. You guys me. have uh, any weird or special talents? I can burp very loud. <laughs> not really. So what are some of the pros and cons of being a team? I mean, the pros is that, like, you know, we trust each other so much and we can be honest with each other uh, on the shows and everything. I mean, the cons, I don't know, maybe sometimes, like, disagreeing on things. Yeah, and you don't get to just yeah. leave it at the venue. You take it, take to it home, home sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Asking, why would you post that meme? Why would you post it? <laughs> yeah. If you could pick a tattoo to get on each other, what would you pick? We already have one. Yeah. Pizza. We got pizza, pizza? tattoos. Oh, okay. Um, um, how do your families feel about your career choices? Well, my dad used to be a tour manager around oh. my age, so he understands it. Uh, I mean, I have an engineering degree, so mm -hmm. they wish probably that I was doing that but yeah um about eight years ago when I told my parents I quit my job and I'm gonna go work festivals for the summer they were not not super happy. thrilled <laughs> um but I made it viable and now um they don't necessarily know I've taken on a role at impact but you know it'll be nice to show them hey this is what we do this is what we're doing yeah and it's providing us a living and we're doing things for the Kansas City community, Lawrence community. So I think so. We like so. Absolutely. Something you're passionate about. How do you see the EDM community evolving next five to ten years? And how do you see impact evolving with it? Uh, I mean, I think the, the scene is definitely getting bigger. After COVID, there was a lot of people that started coming to shows that didn't know about EDM. Kind of like, it was kind of, it's kind of like a renaissance. So everybody's so happy that they could go out again. Exactly. Um, so like, I mean, we're gonna try to evolve with that. You know, we're starting to do like more drum and bass shows, things that like- Love the drum and bass, love the drum oh, yeah. and bass. And like, and like, you know, like the dubstep stuff that she's doing is things that like, we weren't doing before, but after COVID, people mm -hmm. started getting into it. So. I think traveling a little bit more around the Midwest and getting each of the like, bigger cities, communities to get familiar with one another and, getting opportunities kind of regionally more would be Absolutely. good. Something that we're kind of striving for too. You could uh, book any three DJs for a show. Who do you think you choose? Right now, uh, my goals are Lita Lotus. Uh, she does a lot for WIDFAM, Whittler's label, and then also Deep, Dark, and Dangerous. Um, I saw that Colt Cuts recently got his USA visa, so it would be nice to get him back down here he's been to kansas city once before at the niche and it was a great time um let's see uh raz is on my list but he just came through so i'm kind of trying to pick out a third um mm -hmm. looking at viscous right now um i think he's got some releases on subcarbon and wakan you guys have any uh guilty pleasure artists oh yes miley cyrus <laughs> miley cyrus oh yeah Katy perry or t swift for Bastard me boys. yeah Backstreet Boys? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're always Spice back. Girls. I don't, 
I don't have an artist per se, but I've got a little playlist on SoundCloud that I'd probably be embarrassed if people saw. Uh, what tips would you give to an up-and-coming DJ looking to get their foot in their door, their music heard, or possibly looking to book shows? Uh, I mean, go to the shows, network, support the companies, and then they will notice. Absolutely. You know, if you just email me or send me a message on Facebook, that's not really going to like make Catch an impact attention. on me. But yeah. if you like, show up and ask me in person... Shake your hand yeah. and actually get to know you. Yeah. Um, I'd say don't limit yourself. Uh, you can go into like production or like DJing, enjoying a certain genre, but definitely don't limit yourself or limit yourself to trying to make just one sound because um, you, you'll never know how far you can go if you do that. And what is something you should absolutely not do if you're trying to get some exposure? Talk bad about the companies or about the people or like other DJs. Absolutely. Um, I would just try to refrain from having a negative persona towards things. Negative like attitude. Some, not everything drives with everyone, but just kind of letting it be and just going your own way is probably the best to handle. Have you ever had a performer that's been an absolutely pain to work with? And was it just an ego thing? or? Oh, yes. Yes, I did it uh, at Aura. Uh they like show up super late, uh, oh. super fucked up. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it was. It was. I never booked them again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's honestly that's probably the only one I ever had that was like pretty bad. See, you think most people they're getting a chance. They you think they'd be excited and they'd be. But some people just don't really think about that kind of thing. Oh, no, exactly. On the opposite side of that, who are some artists that have just been an absolute blast to work with, super easy, super friendly? I mean, for me, Buku, mm-hmm. Vincent, Matzo, um, Dr. Fresh, those off, off the top of my head, those were the best ones, for sure, easy to work with, super easy nice, with, super Minnesota. Nice, humble. Yeah. Um, if you saw... Um, your crowd looking bored or like they weren't having a good time. What, what do you try to do for that? Well, I mean, if I'm just a promoter, I mean, there's not much I can do. It's up to the DJ, but if I'm playing, mm-hmm. I'll try just to like change what I'm playing just to make sure that like, you know, try to find what they're, uh, they're liking or into it that night. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what types of plans do you have in place for security purposes to make sure that everybody stays safe? I mean, depending on the shows, when it's at Aura, uh, we have all the bouncers, and I normally, like, stand next to the stage so I can, like, see if anything is going wrong. I mean, same at the levy. Um, we have uh, a bunch of, like, people that will be walking around and things like that, and I try to, like, stay around the stage so I can, like, see if anything goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, could you... Uh... Describe the purpose of your job like you would to a five-year-old. Um, I entertain people with music. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I make people dance. I guess <laughs> I make people dance, we man. Plan. That's a, it's a superpower. <laughs> Organize, yeah, assemble on the dance floor. There you go. I like that one. Assemble. What do you think is the most stressful part of your job? I mean. Probably making, probably like getting a, I don't know, 
getting the right artists, I would say. Like, making sure that, like, it's not a complete failure of the show, I would say, yeah. Keeping the Kansas City community happy. Oh, yeah. If you don't see him talking about it on the EDM page, you, you know you did good. Yeah. <laughs> and so what do you think are the most rewarding aspects of it? I mean, when people like come and tell you like, hey, I've been trying to see this artist for like, I don't know how long. Or when they come and tell you like, hey, this is like, I don't know, the best show. Or like, I got into this because of you or whatever. That's definitely like, the, for me at least, the biggest reward. I like pe finding people who enjoy or like seeing people enjoy something that they never have heard of before. Um, so maybe they just come out because they know it's our local night and they're just trying to support their friends. But we're bringing a new artist and it ends up just everyone ends up getting down on the dance floor, smiling, having a good time. So. Um, if you had an unlimited budget to do anything in the community, be it a festival, your own music venue. Music venue. Music for venue sure. for sure. Yeah. We definitely need a very good, especially after Rye Room. Yeah. We need like something special. Rye Room was yeah. a hard loss for all of us. Yeah, we definitely need like something special. There's a lot of fun venues out there. Um, the platform in Des Moines is cool. And then there's... Other world in, I think it's like Columbus, Ohio, somewhere in Ohio. Yeah, um, and it's almost, I've heard that it's like a, a cousin, a mini version of Meow Wolf. And so having like a more immersive venue would be really cool. Also, parties on boats. Parties on boats. I heard, I heard festival on, on boats through islands last week. So definitely would love parties on boats. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, Tribal Roots is doing one. Yeah. On July 9th. Yep. Mm -hmm. that, yeah. Yeah. Um, with the elements. Beach party shindig. Beach party shindig. Mm -hmm. Okay. You got my attention there. Um, are there any artists that inspire you? And what characteristics do you find inspiring? Uh, I mean, Matzo, just because like he does everything, all kinds of music. Um, above and beyond, because they've been doing it for so long and it's, they haven't like changed what they do, they stick to what they do. I mean, um, I would say mainly those. Uh, Club on Struck, because like, he like, tries to like, include everyone and those different things and his own festivals. Um, I really admire Tristan of Truth, uh, Paratis. He's out of Atlanta, Georgia. I'm trying to think of a few others. Abstract Sonnets up in Canada. Um, just wholesome people, for sure. What do you think is the best advice a musician has given you? I mean, be different. Like, don't try to, like, follow what other people are doing. Absolutely. Now that winter is ending and spring is finally here, can we look forward to outdoor shows? I mean, uh, yeah, with the levy, they have the carriage, which is like a mm -hmm. new thing, and they are putting a brand new sound system there. So I'm hoping we can do things there. But, I mean, I mean that's the only one. That, yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately. No grinders? No. Never in talk yeah, to them? We, yeah, we, we never, okay. we have never done anything there. Okay. Um, Usually we find that there's some rooftops, they're enjoyable, but... Like you have to have music end early, and so there's a lot mm -hmm. of different stipulations. Stipulations to it, yeah. absolutely. 
Um, besides music, what do you like to do in your free time? Um, I like to take a hike and think about stuff. Build Legos. Oh yeah, Lego is another big hobby of mine. Yeah, I mean, I like to watch shows. Um, I'm a huge Marvel fan, so. Oh, absolutely! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love my, love me my Marvel. Ready for the multiverse? Oh yes, super ready, super ready. Um, have you ever been so stressed out that you kind of just wanted to give up? Oh yes, especially during COVID. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's hard. It's very hard to like keep everyone happy, and it's hard in, uh, in your mental health and everything. So. It's already a challenging industry, and then not knowing what the future held at that time was just... It was a Definitely. heavy thing to sit with for a while. Oh, like, absolutely. That, that's, that even goes to my next questions. What were your original thoughts of how that's going to affect the community? Did you buy into the two-week lockdown, or did you think this was think it was going to be an extended thing? Uh, no, I thought like it was going to end way earlier than it did. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. Like I didn't think in the beginning it was going to get like as big as it did. Like, you know, make, make us stop basically for two years. Same. I mean, I think in high school we had the H1N1 that people were talking about. Someone brought a can of Lysol to high school, I remember, and they were spraying it everywhere. So and my boss at the time was like, Carly, we may have to shut down. Like, things may close. I'm like, America doesn't close. That doesn't happen. <laughs> and then next thing I know, it's, oh, just two weeks, month. Yeah, and two months. <laughs> more, yeah. Um, now that we're out of the thick of it, how do you feel that the community uh, is recovering? I think very good. I mean, everyone, we're getting like a lot of shows. Uh, a lot of people that like didn't know what EDM was, now they're coming. So I think a lot of the streams that happened in place yeah. of the shows yeah. during COVID really kind of helped pick that up and uh, extend its reach. And then the fact that festivals haven't had haven't been as big or... People haven't been able to travel as much, especially if you're outside of the U.S. coming in has been a struggle. Um, so I think people are really excited to see it back in full force and ready for a good summer. Absolutely. I am so excited for what this summer is going to bring. So what are some of your favorite subgenres of EDM and who are your, some of your personal favorites? Mm, I... People make fun of me because I listen to a lot of 140, and um, I don't know. I like parities. Um, I like cut rugs. Um, anyone on the Deep Dark Dangerous label of Shosi. Um, let's see. Let's see. Um, there's so many of them, and some of them we've just brought. Uh, I like Abstract. Sonnens, your turn. Uh, I mean, one of my favorites, I don't know, I mean. It's hard so. because some of them, they don't limit themselves to, to one genre, genre yeah, either, like, so absolutely. that's the hard part. It's like, like, that's, that's, answer, that's I, like I guess Matt's answer so. the question separately. Favorite subgenre and then personal favorite artist. Uh, favorite subgenre, probably House. House. And favorite like, artist, I think so too. Matzo. Oh, okay. Um, if you could change anything about the industry as a whole, what would you want to change? Oh, agents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, agents. it's it's hard sometimes to like deal with you know 
make him understand that like it's better to like bring certain people than like just I don't mm-hmm. know passing a city and that they will never be here. Yeah, I think a lot of bigger agencies are in the bigger cities, so they have a larger demographic to work with. And sometimes we feel like they pass us up. Um, Yes. We've heard another uh, promoter uh, production company say they had an artist that was booked with them, but then mid-booking, they were like, you know what, this isn't worth my time and ended up canceling. And that's really sad because... It makes us feel like the artists and the agencies don't value us as a community. And I don't know. Absolutely. Sad to know that. Which is crazy because we have some of the best sports teams. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh, (laughs) man. Go Broncos. Dangerous territory. Oh, man. Well, I'm not going to try to get us to turn into a sports contest. (laughs) But um, what do you think Kansas City does pretty well? And what do you think we could work on? Uh, I think, I mean... They really come out and support each other and, like, help each other during the shows. I think they should, like, try to, like, experience different things. Not go to a show because you know the artist, but go to a show because a company's putting it and it's something that, like, might, like, impress you and you might like it. Absolutely. I definitely know. I feel that a lot of the production companies work well together and they do, they put in together and we do have a good sense of everybody coming out and trying and yes more people need to come out and see just openers and stuff like that but um how do you feel that the internet has changed the community oh a lot i mean everyone has access to everyone basically Mm -hmm. so i mean it definitely has changed it a lot especially with all the different social media platforms with uh instagram twitter discord twitch it's it's brought the community together, but sometimes it's hard to keep up with yeah. it. Too. Yeah, absolutely. What is mess- one message you'd like to pass along and be made heard by the EDM community? I mean, just like support each other, help each other, and I mean, love each other. Don't, I, I mean, that's the main thing. Make sure that everyone is safe. Yeah, safe and having a good time. What would you be doing right now if you never got involved in the industry? I would be an engineer. I'd probably still be in retail management. How do you um, interact with fans and other people in the community? Uh, I mean, through the Facebook groups, mainly. I mean, that's the easiest way like for me to like contact other people and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, social media. And then try to have conversations in the venues, but, you know, it's loud in there. It's loud. So it's yeah. kind of hard. And then... Yeah. Friends are having a good time. Uh, patrons are having a good time. Sometimes we get to have a good time. So, you have a favorite venue? I mean, dry room, but um, of all time that I've been to, does it so is that do a local to one? Do a local and do an all time. Okay, a local. Um, since the riot room is no more, I'm gonna have to give a shout out to the bottleneck in Lawrence, Kansas. Um, uh it's basically where i grew up yeah i mean for me local yeah ryrum and not local the tribal roots warehouse i do like the tribal roots warehouse i also like um i think it's called the new parish out in oakland the wormhole group does a lot out there and it's it's a pretty nice space 
What advice would you give some, to somebody looking to start their own production company? Oof. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it, but if you're going <laughs> to do it, work in another production company and like build experience, build experience. before Absolutely. you even start thinking about it. Yeah. That's a good way to network and actually get your foot in the door as well. Exactly. Um, so do you guys come from any musical artistic families? No, not at all. Um, yes, no, kind of. My dad really enjoys like going to bluegrass festivals, but he wasn't really like musician himself. Um, got a lot of cousins who jam, um, but I was a nerd and I was in marching band, but that's about it. Um, what do you got? Do you guys sing in the shower and what would, what do you sing in the shower? Oof. I sing Mexican songs every, <laughs> every time. Yeah. I just sing Mexican stuff, but not, I mean, more as a joke, I think. If I'm singing in the shower, it's probably something like Minus the Bear, something alternative indie. So <coughs> what's the story behind the name Impact? <coughs> Sorry. It actually comes from uh, Imp, which means uh, devil, mm -hmm. an act, so like the act of the devil. Mm. Yeah. Whose idea was that one? Mitch's. <laughs> Mitch's. Okay. Um, so how do you think Impact has evolved since you first started? Oh, I mean, a lot. We used to just do, like, small shows. And now, like, you know, we're, like, the biggest club company, basically, in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. What do you think is the worst show that you've been involved with? And what did you learn from the experience? Uh, I mean... That one where like the artist was a pain and just mm -hmm. like I mean just to like I don't know like not don't put up with the artist mm -hmm. when they try to do things like that yeah the rock star uh, attitude don't put yeah. up with it um it wasn't a show but it was working for Tomorrow World the very first year that they came over to the U.S. um I was working in tolls, which is the intake where, you know, you get wristbands for the tickets that you purchased. And it was a logistical nightmare. So being selective and about working gigs quickly became important to me. How do you handle working evenings, late into the nights? I'm sure your schedules are all over the place. Oh, working. yeah. And it's hard because, like, we live in Lawrence, so sometimes it's hard mm -hmm. to, like, you yeah, know, finish and want to actually... Yeah be able to drive back it's 45 minute drive so but yeah I mean, it's, naps it's and red bull naps <laughs> and red bull and water yeah um what do you think is the best way to promote a show and how do you how do you go promote about promoting your shows um trying to get people to like listen to the music and see like why you are bringing that artist and like trying to relate them to the artist i think it's the best way word of mouth yeah. That's a good one, yeah. Um, what is the biggest problem you think you've encountered through your journey? The venues. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, the agents, like getting taken advantage of from when like, you start, basically. It'd be nice to have a home venue again. It's not necessarily that venues are hard to work with, but it's hard to find one that fits the need for both the company and the crowd at yeah. the same time. 
Um, what advice would you give somebody who wanted to be a part of the community but didn't quite know how to become involved? Just go to shows. Go to shows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, everyone's so friendly. Like You'll start talking to people, and then next thing you'll know, you'll hear, hey, do you want to promote a show? Do you want to be a part of our promotional team? Exactly. Someone always needs help somewhere, so just start getting to know the community, uh, familiar faces. Um, if you were an instrument, what would you be and why? A drum kit. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, because I'm loud, probably. <laughs> um, I was going to say the same thing. So now oh I'm just God. kind of like, oh, this is so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the uh, biggest sacrifices you feel that you've made for your recre- career? And do you have any regrets? I mean, a lot of the times not really like being able to enjoy the show because mm-hmm. you're working it. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I mean, it's nice. And like, like I said, it, it's a sacrifice. Like you make it for other people. So it's worth it. I mean, yeah, I like it. But I mean, also the being able to like spend it, like, you know, being able to enjoy the show with like the people you love and stuff. Like you can't because you're working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes like busy weekends or like festival season, it sometimes feels like kind of cuts into our family time, but we're, my kid's getting old enough now that we feel like we can handle maybe some weekends out at smaller venues, smaller crowds. So hopefully she'll like it and enjoy it. She's been to a couple of shows, so she's had a pretty good time so far. What uh, role do you think an artist has in society? I mean, they're entertainers. They make people, help people escape from their day-to-day. I think they can help people escape, but also help push messages forward, too. Yeah. Um, just, uh, for I think Grizz really stands out to me, in a way, like pushing the yeah. one love, we're all here for each other kind of forward and like seeing artists like that and make positive impacts like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, what is your absolute dream project? I mean, a venue will be venue. Yeah. amazing. We've yeah. been talking about being able to create an immersive Your venue. Um, yeah. Or <laughs> I think during COVID, we were talking about a boat party yes. at one point, but yeah. actually getting like, the sound system on a boat and other people to bring boats or rent boats and it actually that would have been super cool yeah yeah definitely they have something kind of like it already called yacht party but you know don't have an ocean in kansas (laughs) ozark's close second though um so if you could have any superpower what would you choose and why oh being at different places at the same time for sure that would be good. I was thinking about this question this morning. Um, being invisible, I think. Yeah. Just silently making things happen. Um, what about the industry makes you the most upset or angry? Oof. I mean, like definitely like, you know, all the artists that try to take advantage of people. Um, or like when we found out that they sometimes don't feel like we're worth their time. That's really disheartening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely those things. I mean, what do you uh, do to celebrate when a show just went absolutely perfect? I mean, usually we enjoy it a little. A little yeah, bit more. Enjoy it more, yeah, because I don't have to be like as worried about it. Next day is probably just sleeping and uh-huh. recovering. Okay. Um, what research do you do on an artist before you decide to book them for a show? Oh, I mean, I try to ask people about him, um, check their numbers. Uh, if they have come here before, I try to see how the shows did. I definitely like cross-reference different social medias because. Sometimes they can have a great following on Spotify, but not so much on social media or like on like Insta or Facebook or SoundCloud. But then sometimes I'll see people interacting with the artist um, more often on Insta or Facebook, those type of social medias, and they don't have as much love on their SoundCloud or Spotify. So definitely kind of cross-checking and um, asking the community what they want too. Absolutely. Um, so why don't you tell me a little about, about the Impact team? It's obviously more than just you two, correct? Yes, yes. yes. Uh, Savi Sadler, he like runs all the promo team. And he helps with all the hospitality too. And then we have Bailey Conklin. She does all the marketing stuff. And then uh, we have Seth used to also help us with marketing. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's like basically the core of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then we got a shout out to the Impact promotional team. Yeah. They did a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah, they're. I mean, they're the ones that make it happen. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. Absolutely. So, how would you describe your work ethic? Oh, I mean, I definitely like. I love what I do, so I am very passionate about it. So I definitely are very like on point with it. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, a lot of people wrongly assume the EDM community is full of. <laughs> shady people and have negative connotations with drug use and stuff like that what do you think you can do the community itself can do to show that that is not a misjudgment that it's not true well i mean definitely that's been a problem Mm -hmm. Uh, even for ourselves so mm -hmm. there's no denying that um honest communications with each other and even when they're hard, when you're having to tell your friend, hey, I don't want to see you like this. Yeah. You're better than this. Telling yourself or your loved one. Those conversations are really, really important to have. Um, at, at least try to enjoy like one show sober. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Making a point to be uh, sober at shows too. Taking sobriety breaks. Uh, pretty crucial. Um, knowing your limits. Okay. So what jo- other jobs have you done other besides producer and promoter? Uh, engineering, uh, lifeguard. Lifeguard? Yeah. Uh, teacher, yeah. Hmm. Um, so as for industry work, um, about eight years ago, before I had my daughter, I was working a lot of festivals, um, just kind of doing odds and ends jobs, hospitality, tolls, just all sorts of things. Um, and then... Outside of that, I've done retail management for about 10 years. Okay. So this question is more for you, Carly. What is it more like? What is it like being a woman in a mostly male-dominated industry? It's interesting. Um, And seeing more women and um, everyone getting more opportunities is nice. Um, I had... A conversation with someone the other day 
because someone just asked on a festival page, hey, what women artists are going to be there? And he piped up, hey, you don't need to make this political. And I'm like, well, there was nothing political about it, yeah. bud. Like you saying it's political is making, what makes it yeah, so. Yeah, making it so. So just knowing that there are people out there ready and willing to give everyone opportunities mm -hmm. makes me happy and keeps us moving. I think. What um, advice would you give to women trying to establish themselves in the community? Um, stand your ground. Stand your ground. Um, that's really it. Uh, just don't be, don't take shit from anybody. Um, just because someone acts like they know what they're talking about doesn't necessarily mean that they do. So if you feel like they're putting you down, just take it with a grain of salt. Absolutely. What advice would you give to women to make sure they stay safe? Um, numbers safety and numbers always and if you're like me and like to venture out alone i i really have to be quite honest just watching your drinks uh maintaining your sobriety while you're out alone um is probably the biggest factor like don't take drinks from strangers absolutely um so Breakaway Festival was recently announced. Can you tell me how you guys are involved in that and what you're doing to support that? Yeah, I mean, they reach out to a lot of, like, the uh, promoters and people here in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, I, I like the idea, and I like to, you know, help things that are happening here in the city. So. Oh, oh I, I, I cannot agree more. I hope to have a kind of Breakaway Festival pre-podcast sometime closer. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. I mean... And they are super nice, and they really like ask us and like try to get us involved in every way. And I mean, I think it's gonna be a great, great, so, great festival. So, how long have you guys? Can you say how long you've known that they were in the process of making this? I know it's recently announced, but how long have you kind of been? Involved? Probably like, like at least two or three months, okay. I would say. And did you help pick the artists at all, or uh, yeah, absolutely I mean, banger lineup? I, I'm oh, so yeah. excited. Yeah, that definitely like asked me for uh, some of my input for like the house people. But I mean, it was uh, mainly like Mammoth and all uh, that, that like, mm -hmm. so like most of the artists. Okay, so now for my final question. What is the superior pasta sauce? Alfredo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but uh, seriously, why don't you tell me about what kind of shows you guys got going up? Why don't yeah? Why don't you tell me what you guys what you guys have coming up? Well, like uh, we have Aerials this weekend, and then uh, we have Modestep coming up. We have Justin J coming up. We have Uzi coming up. Uh, we have a very spicy birthday party coming. Yeah, up. Yeah, we can announce that yet, but uh, we have some surprises that you would probably not expect at Aura. Um, we're gonna work on getting Wednesday nights back going at the levee. Get some open decks, and then. Maybe do a little series of ones to watch. So artists that are kind of coming up in the regional area or other regions that have maybe a few releases on a label, but haven't done a big label tour yet. Okay. Okay. 
Well, I would like to thank you guys for taking the time out of your, I'm sure, extremely busy schedule well, yeah. to come on. Thank you for having us. We're glad to be here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would just like to thank my audience. I would like everybody to know that I, this is only made possible by you guys. Uh, like, shares, ratings, everything like that is complete is super appreciated. And here we are now going to do a fun thing. I am running a contest. Anybody who shares my post, shares the podcast around, will be entered into a raffle and they will win entry into a upcoming show um thank you and everybody have a wonderful night and have a wonderful weekend stay safe